Hey, welcome to Banter and Such. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And today we are talking about comedy Christmas movies. Because it is the start of our Jingle Sember Spectacular. Jingle Sember Spectacular, y'all. And today, of course, we have the one, the oh, only. Oh. The small dick, Joko. <laughs> Thank you, finally. Get it right. Oh, man. You guys ready to get some BS? Joe, you obviously, pe- people have listened to you before because you've been, what is this now, your third episode, fourth, fourth. episode? Fourth episode. Fourth oh, wow. episode. So you're like our number one guest so far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much a permanent guest at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. There we go. I, I am Benter and such. <laughs> you're the well, ampersand. Well, your first episode that you... <laughs> I'm the ampersand. The first episode you did claim that Banter and such happened because of you. No, that episode. The Adam Sandler episode. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, not because you introduced Brando and I? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no. you did introduce oh, us, yeah, though. Yeah. yeah, but that... No, you guys, like... Created your own <laughs> thing once y'all met. Like once I found out you guys were hanging out, I was like, "Oh, that, that makes sense. <laughs> That's adorable." Yeah. yeah, we also share a bed now too, which is fantastic. I yeah. know. I'll watch yeah. you guys. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, do it all the way. Is what I say. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyways, uh, Joko, why do we have you on this episode? What are your receipts? I am Buddy the Elf. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. That's it. Uh, for the people at home, he is wearing a elf. Ugly sw- Christmas sweater. Oh, I just noticed that. I didn't notice that. It says, bye, buddy. It's Hope got a narwhal on it. Yep. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. <laughs> so That's every time every time I say bye to somebody, I'm like, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Dude, that's the thing. That's that's how you know when you love a movie is like when you just, it works its way into your vocabulary. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like, not just that. Like. Tickle fight. I oh, tickle no, I fight just, everybody. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I'll be sitting there trying to have a serious conversation with Joko here. He goes, tickle fight. And just, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I do <laughs> it to everybody. Every time someone does something good, I go, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I used to answer the phone all the time. Like, buddy, the elf, what's your favorite color? Oh, and like, yeah. everybody would be like, what? Like, oh. I was like, oh, yeah. You're I did that at a job I worked at once. And, and you got uh, fired. Well, I didn't get fired, but I only did it for a short time. <laughs> Before you got a talking to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so today we are doing the three comedy movies, our three favorite. Well, to explain Christmas comedy movies. To explain no, also okay. the Jingle Simber Spectacular. Mm-hmm. So in October we did a Spooktober special mm-hmm. because it's amazing. Halloween is like the fucking coolest thing ever. Yes, it is. And so we were like, well, hey man, like I think I love Christmas a lot more than you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more of a Christmas well, fan because you have kids. And I, I well, hate Christmas, but I love Christmas movies. Okay, okay. So uh, it's super weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same, but I'm not a Grinch. Okay, But okay. I'm not a huge fan of, of Christmas. I don't like like the old-timey songs or yeah. anything See, like See, for that, me, but... there's just something so cozy about Christmas. Because you have kids. No, I mean, you are, you I are as a parent, are required to like Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I had to sign that in the hospital before they let me take them home. <laughs> yeah, you're, you are officially Santa Claus yeah. now. Uh, well, that is, well, <laughs> that... I, my daughter can't listen to this episode now because yeah. <laughs> she'll know you're, she'll you're know. Santa. <laughs> no, but um, basically, we we wanted to, we're like, hey, let's do like a Christmas version of the Spooktober special. But we didn't want to do it just like, oh, let's just talk about Christmas movies. We're like, let's talk about like unconventional Christmas movies. I just realized I'm supposed to be wearing something very particular right now, and I totally forgot to put it on. 
Is it that pair of underwear my wife got you? Uh, no, no, no. Those are always on. Oh. Like, yeah, they're just like molded to my skin now. <laughs> a big it. red bow over your penis. Uh, well, that was that's coming later tonight. You know, so <laughs> like coming, uh, coming. Yeah, I got. Oh, well, we'll talk about. It. Oh no, here we go. I got a replica flannel that uh, Griswold family wears. That oh. uh, the dad wears in it. I have, like the 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 blue with the yellow stripes. Oh, I'm supposed to wear that. Nice. About that. Anyways, sorry. Just, just completely. Say you're no, yeah. it. I'm, I'm just saying. It. Just saying. Like. The, the movies we're talking about are unconventional Christmas movies. The, today's are like probably the most conventional-like, but even then, they're still somewhat unconventional Christmas movies, the, the comedy ones. Because yeah. they, when they came out, they're more so. Now they're like Christmas traditions. Oh, 100%. But when they, especially when they first came out, they were kind of a uh, little edgy. Or not edgy, but they were kind of, you know, uh, almost uh, satirizing Christmas. And, yeah. I mean, I could see your point in that, but at the same time, like... I think it's the way that they were getting made and stuff like that. But once they became a hit, like that year when they came out, yeah, like all like all of these movies were a massive hit when they came out. Well, the first, but they one, weren't supposed to be. Yes. So the three movies that we are talking about today, we hinted at a little bit here already, but we are going to be talking. Oh wow, talking about National Lapoon's Christmas Vacation, Woo! Home Alone, Hey-o. and Elf. Elf. Yes. And honestly, all three of these movies are. Absolutely, like you were saying, Brando, like, I don't know if they were when they came out Christmas traditional movies. Well, that's the thing, They've become for, like, I would say for our generation, well, sorry, for Joko and I's generation, definitely not yours, Brando, because you're way too old for this to be a part of your generation. Yeah, like, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, 100%. That's it. Citizen Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the movies that I watched (laughs) when I became a young adult. (laughs) But these are definitely like hardcore traditional, like for our generation. Like, I, I don't know the last time I went a Christmas oh, yeah. season yeah. without watching these three movies. Well, oh, I mean, first sure. of all, a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, man. Right? I mean, when it came out, if you think about it, like, this is more of a movie that's almost like, I mean, National Lampoon's, you know, when they had European Vacation yeah. and they had the, the one where they go to uh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney World. Just Vacation. Yeah, just, just is it vaca- just vaca- vacation? Was that did that come out before Christmas vacation? That's mm-hmm. the first one that came out. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. See, and those were more in line with like, it's almost like they're comedy movies. Oh, don't forget Las Vegas Vacation too. That was, was, was Vegas that Vacation, and that was later. Yeah, that, that was, was after Christmas, and that was vacation. it sucked. Oh, yeah. I actually love that what? movie. Oh, yeah, I do not. Oh, I get so much flack for loving like the B side, like Caddyshack Two. Love Caddyshack Two. Oh, really? And nobody, wow. nobody even knew there was a Caddyshack. I was 2. just about to ask that. Yeah. I was like, what happens in Caddyshack yeah. Two? So I had that on VHS, and I would watch it all the time. And I thought that was like the more prominent Caddyshack <laughs> until I grew up and realized like nobody should be watching this movie. I was shocked when I found out people didn't like Ghostbusters 2. I, I was oh, yeah. like... I didn't know that was a thing. I, it is a thing, because like, oh, it's just a retread of the first movie. I'm like, well, yeah, but... But it's funny. But that's cool. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, Christmas Vacation, it's almost like a, a comedy movie that just uses Christmas as, like, a, a setting. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And I mean, honestly, like, this was the big movie that my family watched when, even when I was a kid, like this is some of my earliest memories was watching this movie and only being able to not see one particular scene. And that's the, the pool scene where he's visioning having the pool. Oh yeah. And then the, uh, the waiter or the, uh, service girl, like clerk girl comes up and then starts to do the striptease. So well, uh, that's my name, Mary. <laughs> 
Oh, Sarah no asked me that right when that well, scene no came shit. on. She's like, do you remember that woman's name? I was like, why would I remember her name? Oh, Mary. Yeah, Mary. Yeah. Well, I remember now. Oh, I remember. So we watched that the other night with our girls. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> and we watched the whole movie. They're laughing. You know, well, my younger one enjoyed it more. But it got to that scene where they're in the pool and like, <clears throat> and she came up out of the pool and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't remember if she gets naked or not. Like, <laughs> I couldn't remember. She was fine, but it gets yeah. pretty close. It does. It yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> but you can still watch this one with the kids. Yeah. I mean, it is PG 13, but like this movie, it's just, I mean, A, it is the best National Lampoons movie of all time. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. I, I, I remember European Vacation pretty fondly, though. I mean, European yeah. Vacation and Vacation are great movies. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm gonna, saying bad. I'm going to agree with you, actually. I, I think Christmas Vacation is the best of them all. Oh, okay. okay. Even of the Van Wilder ones. Is is Vegas Vacation the last one they made? Is that the, is it just those four? No. Well, they oh, did. They did that re- with Ed oh, Helms God. just called Vacation. Sure. Hold on. You didn't like that? It was all right. I couldn't stop laughing. Really? Ooh, I haven't yeah. seen that. Oh, Everything about it was so fucking funny to me. It was it was good, but it, uh, it was once once again one of those like why do they have to try to like reboot a franchise? I mean, me? Chevy Chase is still in it for like five seconds. It doesn't matter; he's still in it. <laughs> Didn't they keep like switching out the kids also? Yes, <laughs> which we need to oh. talk about that too, <laughs> like the actors, because you know you got Vacation and uh, European Vacation, where Rusty is the oldest, and then you got Christmas Vacation, which is the third one, he's and then a- he becomes the younger brother all of a sudden. Oh, that's right. Oh, my. Yeah. I've Christmas never thought vaca- of that. Which one is Christmas? Is it come out second or third? Third. Third. Oh, it's a third one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's the third one, and then Rusty becomes the younger brother when he's the older brother, because um, Michael Anthony Hall was like Rusty in the other one. Oh. I, we do have to say, too, like the, the, the actor who was Rusty in Christmas Vacation, he was my favorite one because that scene where uh, the grandma shows up and... Like his acting is just on his face is so perfect because she's like, oh, I got this spur on my heel. I'll give you a quarter if you rub it. And he's like, oh, a quarter. Okay. You know yeah. who that is, don't you? Isn't that a um, dude from uh, Roseanne and Big yeah. Bang Theory? Big yeah, Bang Big Bang Theory. Theory. Yeah. 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 Johnny Galecki? Yeah, Galecki. Galecki. Johnny Galecki. See, in Roseanne, he was uh, uh, the, the boyfriend. What was his name? He was uh, I don't the know. sister. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, he's one of the, the scientist dudes in Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. He is Leonard in Big Bang Theory and go. David Healy. David, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. or Kevin Healy. They said there's two, but yeah. That's when he died in his twin brother. 20, yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> yeah, they just replaced yeah, him. Yeah, such a 90s thing. <laughs> Dude, let me say, too, like, so, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but I did notice this as I'm watching the movie. I'm like, the Christmas Vacation perfectly encapsulates a boomer perspective <laughs> like it is such a boomer like because all of the generation older are like they're that older generation like the world war ii generation the kids are gen xers they're like yeah. cynical gen xers who grew up in the fucking suburbs and they're mad for some reason <laughs> fuck you gen x uh, <laughs> it's millennials who had real problem guys <laughs> Two aren't economic crises <laughs> in our lifetimes okay aren't you technically a gen xer no I was born in 73. <laughs> no. I was born in 83, actually. Yeah, so you're Gen X. I think I think 80. I'm probably like an early millennial, maybe late Gen Xer. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm maybe 84, like and I'm, I don't... I don't actually know what I am. I don't yeah. really give a shit either. I know, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's just it's just that kind of the cliches of the generations. Yeah. Where like, you know, he 
he's 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 worried about getting his bonus first of all which which millennial out there even knows what a fucking bonus is right <laughs> i do i do <laughs> you get one you get one but he's he's like i'll give you a bonus oh buddy but he also has like these crazy high expectations and like everything has to be perfect you know it, it's just the cliches of those generations and doing the big I mean? family christmas mm-hmm. going all above and beyond with the uh, beyond with the lights which is still one of my favorite scenes where oh, it's yeah. like the frustration cuz as a kid yeah. i remember helping my dad uh you know hang up the lights and it's true one bad light bulb can make the entire strand not work yep people don't know that like kids these days they don't know because yeah, with, LED. with their leds yeah you don't know man back in my day <laughs> with real light bulbs if one of those shits went out your whole strand yeah. was gone yeah. and you didn't know which one it was yeah, yeah. but it's well, mine like my mom like gr- like i grew up like with a single mom for a little bit of time before she met my stepdad. So it was obviously like us helping her hang these lights. And she used to go all out every fucking oh. year. She still kind of does. But I remember at a young age learning that you can't plug interior outlets into the exterior. Like, <laughs> And I was probably six when I learned this because it rained. And oh. it fucked everything up, and she oh, we yeah. had to take everything down. Oh no! And like none of it would work ever again. And oh, like, yeah, no. it was a massive nightmare. Yeah, and she was sitting like in the scene too, where like she goes into the garage and is like messing with the wires, yeah. and you see like the bird's nest where it's like eighteen <laughs> different like <laughs> yeah. light I've strips. seen that so many times. Dude, All that plugged was a thing into of the, our youth. Oh, uh, it plugged into the yeah. Each into each other. Yeah, it was like crazy because it's like I don't. I remember as a kid growing up where it's like every single room had like one or two electrical outputs because they were expensive to put in. Oh yeah, and now it's like yeah, you can just like get another one installed for like ten bucks. Yeah, it's no big deal, man. I've been a homeowner for several years, and I've okay, 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 boomer. I know, right? (laughs) So well, but I mean, like even I have still like I'm still still too scared to put up like Christmas lights. I'm like, gosh, it looks so daunting. Like and it's because of that movie. I watched the movie. And I'm like, I don't want to go through all well, that. Dude, there's so many times where like it plays into that where it's like he puts up the ladder and they go, oh, yeah. It's like, uh, what, what if he like falls and breaks his neck? He's like, oh, he's going to fall, but we're not that lucky we're to break the neck. Like, <laughs> oh, but his, it, his neighbors. And yeah. And we all have that. Like where it's like you put that ladder up and it's like no matter what, something something bad's going to happen. Oh, yeah. My, and my daughters call it like, little kids. They're like, he's going to fall. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> Because you know what? In real life, I do that same shit. I'm like, man, I know I'm going to fall off this damn thing. <laughs> uh, the neighbors, though. Let's let's talk about like oh, that man. was such a perfect casting for yeah um, Elaine from Seinfeld, Elaine. Jewy Louis Dreyfus, yes. yeah, and but the other also guy. like the other guy, like well, whatever. But yeah. he had the best lines, like like Grizzle, where are you going to put a tree that big? And he like. Been over and I'll show you. Like I, I was so talking good. to your, I was talking to your wife. Yeah, <laughs> you got some nerve. Uh, what was his name? Because uh, he, oh, do you know that that dude was uh, the voice in Sons of Anarchy of um, the main guy's dad of uh, Charlie Hunnam's dad? Really? Mm-hmm. The neighbor guy. The neighbor. Yeah, I can't. Th- I can't find. His I, name I right really now, do but. think the that voice. He was a voice. Yeah, whenever he would like read from his dad's journal, and you would hear his dad talking. In oh, Sons of Anarchy, I honestly didn't realize that it was somebody else's voice other than <laughs> Charlie. I thought you were going to say like he was a voice in one of the motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ride faster. <laughs> Watch out, bitches! <laughs> I don't know what motorcycles say in that movie. That's what they do. Say. The motorcycles talk in that yeah, show. Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, 
It's like cars, but you know. Can we talk about how like I mean you bring it up where like this movie is packed full of like legit actors. Like everyone in this movie is either yeah. done something else or went on to do something else, except for that one neighbor guy who I didn't reckon I guess he's just the voice of one of the motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, other than that, you know, know, these are like legit actors in here. Like this is this is an impressive cast for this movie. You got Aunt Aunt Bethany. Oh my gosh, Aunt Bethany! (laughs) Do you know uh, who she voiced? Uncle, what's what was the the uncle too? Questel. Yeah, Aunt Bethany was the voice of Betty Boop. What? Swear to God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, she is the voice voice of of Betty Fucking Boop. That's awesome. I was gonna say Aunt Bethany was my favorite character in the whole yeah. movie. Oh, she is wonderful. Yeah, she is the wonderful. blessing. Every single time my family we meet for Christmas, like someone's like, "Oh, it's time to say the blessing," and like it's either my dad or so, I. God blessing. When he has yeah. his hands up by I his pledge face, pledge allegiance to the flag, <laughs> and everyone doesn't know what to do, so they just start <laughs> pledging allegiance yeah. also. Yeah. Amen. So good. Play ball. Oh man, it was just fun. And then she she sang the uh, Star Spangled Banner at yeah. the end. Yeah. <laughs> You know that was her last movie. Was really, Christmas vacation. That's not surprising though. She was really fucking old. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> they but, probably didn't even give her lines. They were just like, just talk. <laughs> yeah, just well, it, it did kind of feel like that. Like, the, like especially with Chevy Chase in it. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, hey, we're gonna just do this scene and uh, just see what you come up with. <laughs> yeah, you know, for yeah, sure. Even even Chevy uh, Chase, the most uh, difficult. Person to work with ever. Well, I mean, like the scene where Chevy Chase is with the uh, the really beautiful uh, uh, clerk lady, Mary, uh, Mary, Mary. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Don't can. T- her I'm, name. I'm like, dude, he had to have improvised just that whole scene. Like, <laughs> I doubt they wrote anything. There. <laughs> like, is it getting hot in here? <laughs> <It's> and, like, <laughs> <tries to> <laughs> Your logs. Not that I have a log. I mean, I do have a log, but not how you think I have a log. It's a bit nipply. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did I say nipple? <laughs> that's another thing that's part of just I mean, yeah, you have nipples. You have nipples. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's just part of the vernacular. Like, even my family, it's like, oh, it's a bit nipply outside. And we just say it without any, oh, yeah. like, it's just, because that movie's just so ingrained where it's like, uh, like the scene where he gets the industrial grade silicone spray. <laughs> and he sprays down his, his oh, yeah. sled. Yeah. His little, and yeah. just, there's so many times as a kid, I thought that was true. Like I was like, I like one time went up to the, like the big bear mountains and was like, dad, let's get some Pam spray. It. Oh yeah. And he's like, oh, and that doesn't work like that. That's like, just in that it movie. says it in the movie though. <laughs> that was definitely the goofiest scene in the movie. Oh, it's so like good. the cartooniest scene. I yeah. think. But it's, it's Chevy chasing natural lampoons. There's always gotta be something yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like even the beginning scene, which we need to talk about the beginning scene. Because it is legitimately one of the craziest oh, in the car, oh, car yeah, stunt in the car. things ever, where they actually drove that station wagon in between the wheels of the oh the big logging of, truck, yeah, the logging truck. Yeah, 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 that was legit. They did that for real. Oh yeah. Could you imagine wow. like there, the inches, inches between each one of them, like in one single mishap, like if the truck slows down or speeds up, whoever's in that, it's it's. Gone. It's funny because for like a an action movie, you would expect something like that, but for a comedy movie, that's impressive. impressive. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you guys did it. You did something for real. But they've always in every <clears throat> single National Lampoon's movie has always had something crazy car stunt scene. Yeah, didn't one of them? It opened up with like a, a really beautiful woman and like a, a Lambo or something, and he was oh, trying to va- race her. That's vacation. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 
That one. Sorry, I'm coughing. <laughs> Just yeah. getting over this cough. That's all good. There's there's been something going around Nashville. We're all recovering yeah. from it. So how about uh what's the name? Uh Uncle Eddie or Cousin Uncle Eddie? Eddie. Cousin, Cousin Eddie. Eddie. Randy yeah. Quaid. Oh my gosh. The best character. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. <laughs> you just kept saying it. <laughs> the epitome of trashy. Yeah. Like they they just oh my god! But every line that comes out of his yeah. mouth is gold. And him wearing it, yes. the dicky is yeah. one of my favorite. Where he's like the the white sweater yes! with yes. the black dicky, and you can still see that okay, the so turtleneck under for the listeners at home. If you don't know what a dicky is, it is basically was a turtleneck. Right, just Google it. it just Google it. Just <laughs> Google, Google it. Dickie. You have a phone in your <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. hand right now. Just so Google it. It would. It might would show you a, pictures of something else though. A turtleneck sweater, but only the turtleneck part of it. So you would tuck like the fabric underneath your actual sweater, and then it would like pop up as a turtleneck. And it so if you but his white movie, sweater yeah, was so of course thin he wears a white sweater that it's yeah. see through. <laughs> you can see the yeah. fabric through. Which it. the only other time I've ever seen that in a movie is Dinner for Schmucks when Zach Galifianakis wears a dicky, but he wears the fabric on the outside <laughs> so, and he doesn't tuck it in. Oh man! Like every scene with him is just like. It's awful and hilarious. Like, because if yeah. you're like, man, if this were real, this would be yeah. the worst thing you can imagine. So, do you guys think he was, he told his kids to complain to Clark about not getting Christmas presents? So, Clark had to get him Christmas presents? Because that seems like a cousin Eddie type of thing. Oh, yeah. Because he was ready with that list. It's, oh, super When Clark with that volunteered list. and he was like, hey, I want to yeah. get gifts for your I kids. Want, I'm going to get you something real nice. <laughs> yeah. And get something for yourself, yourself too. <laughs> It's his money, man. I ne- I never really thought about it, but yes, that is very much a cousin Eddie thing to do. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, just... did y'all know that there is a Christmas vacation too? Like I said, yeah, I was there, very like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah I was a sequel person. Like my mom, I guess she got them for like fifty cents. Like, wait, 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 rip it! Uh, yeah, another twist. But of tea. Christmas vacation too is based on Cousin Eddie. What? It's yeah. got Randy Quaid in it? Yeah. It's only about his family. Yeah. They like go to some island and it's about their... Whoa, I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's not good. <clears throat> I was just about to say, is it terrible? But I've watched it like a hundred times. When you're a kid and that's when like I the only like VHS you have? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had like seven VHS tapes and I would just keep watching. Like as a child. Yeah. And then obviously when I got into my teens, I was like... No, I was that same way. I watched like the Jaws movies like eight times through, I think, when I was a kid. I spent like the summers at home by so myself. I'm so sorry you had to watch any Jaws movie besides the first one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Including the 3D. The, the 3D. Oh, geez, man. <laughs> we need to do 3D. an episode on Jaws, my dude. Just Jaws 3D. Though. Just Jaws 3D. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we tell people it's about Jaws, but they, we just spend the whole time talking about oh, Jaws 3. Man. It's 15 minutes long. And you're like, all right. <laughs> like, it's That's a wrap. terrible, guys. <laughs> If I if I could just just show that scene over and over again about you know what we're not even talking about Jaws today we're supposed to be talking about Christmas movies yeah <laughs> fuck you Jaws Jaws yeah <laughs> Jaws is a Christmas movie right? uh, let's talk about fucking Chevy Chase yes. being the most ridiculous person to work with oh yeah so much that Chris Columbus quit this what? movie what yeah Chris Columbus was supposed to be the director of this movie yeah it was like John Hughes instead right. No, John Hughes wrote the movie. Yeah, he's just. The oh, writer. okay, okay. So John Ru- John Hughes oh, wrote all the vacation. We're movies. doing two John Hughes movies today. We are, yeah, baby. Yeah. So John Hughes uh, wrote all the vacation movies, um, besides Vegas Vacation. And he's he's and, amazing. He's a legend. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's incredible. 
Yeah. Uh, but I've he, never heard he of passed before. this off to Chris Columbus because uh-huh. he liked him and was like, hey, please do this. Uh, he was also a legit director. Like Chris, Chris Columbus, Columbus is, is it, like, he had two movies under his belt, and w- one was a flop. Like Heartbreak oh. Hotel was before that, and it oh, yeah. crashed hard. Oh, okay. Um, so he didn't even think that he would be a director again. But um, so John Hughes like was like, "No, I believe in you." Here's this movie, and Chris was just like, "No, I cannot work with this what? actor." And because of Chevy Chase, Chevy mm-hmm. was just so difficult to work with. He still calls him like. Like the worst names. You know what's crazy? You know what? It's not surprising because Chevy Chase has one of the worst reputations in Hollywood. Even Bill yeah. Murray said he'd never work with Chevy Chase after Caddyshack. Yeah, and and like he's like Chevy Chase is just no because I know he had those problems on Community also. Yeah, yeah. Where like Donald Glover was like, yeah, this dude is like legit racist, <laughs> and, or at least like a cantankerous. Like the, yeah, like apparently like he's, he's an asshole, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is I mean I don't know man, I, but I've been hearing that for years too. Yeah, like not sure. even before Community and all that stuff. So uh, even his uh, his <clears throat> SNL stint, like everybody complained about Jeff. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising. But yeah, so Chris Columbus called up John Hughes and was like, "Hey, I cannot work with this guy." And John Hughes was like, "No big deal. Here's another movie," and gave him fucking Home Alone. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So that's Chris Columbus ended up directing Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. Which was uh, is a perfect segue into Home Alone. There you go. No, no, no. Are we done? We, yeah. I mean, we got to move along. We're 30 minutes in already. You're 30 minutes in. You don't tell me what to do. That is true, Owen, though. You are 30 minutes in. What? (laughs) Are you? I mean, I do have a bun in the oven. All right. So let's go to Home Alone. (laughs) Home Home Alone. I'm going to go ahead and say this up front Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Uh, you're not wrong. I would agree with you on that one. To I be cannot honest. agree with you only because I am Buddy the Elf. But, but, the, but here's the thing I want to say too is, and I want to defend the whole unconventional part of it because now I, just like everyone else, mm-hmm. we look at Home Alone, we're like, that is such a Christmas. That's a traditional Christmas movie. It is now, but at the time when it came out, like if you look at, like they were making, it was all like, it, it was like a, almost like a spoof on the Christmas thing of the, the Christmas family. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and like, so it was, it was really much more of a comedy movie than it was trying to be a traditional movie. Cause like you, you know, the, there was that, that like the family like forgot about this kid, right? Yeah. The kid hates his family. You know, it's all that stuff, you know, and it's, so it was, a, it's not, I don't know. I don't want to go too far in defending it as saying unconventional, but, but no, it just I, it just wasn't a, a hallmark movie. It's also you know? really not like we talked about how none of these are truly like conventional Christmas movies. Yes, every single movie spans around Christmas, right? It's about Christmas and the theme yeah. of Christmas, yeah. right? But it's not like the movies aren't really like it's not like oh, it's a Christmas movie. It just happens to take place during Christmas, and that's what I like about these. Like Home Alone, there's nothing really about it that about Christmas besides well the setting, you know, I the mean, setting. Just, just the setting and the atmosphere. Well, really. also John Hughes wrote this movie, and it didn't have like any of that Christmas sentiment or anything like that. Um, and when Chris Columbus got the script from John Hughes. He did a rewrite, hmm. which John Hughes like hates that shit. But I was about to say, I doubt John Hughes lets many people oh, rewrite his did stuff. Did not, but also like respected <clears throat> him enough to was like, all right, I'll listen to your ideas. But the old man Farley scene, like the shovel slayer, or whatever. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. All added by Chris Columbus. That was not in the script. <laughs> the church scene. Oh yeah. Like the the whole sentiment of Christmas and like being like a better person and all that. Yeah. All added by Chris Columbus. That makes so much sense. Which made it more Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Have you heard those fan theories 
about like all, all the stuff that was represented in there, how like his neighbor, the old man neighbor, he he's like he oh, represents man, like God. Have you heard this? No. Yeah, like this is weird stuff. Where like he's uh, uh what was it that uh oh man, because Kevin meets him in a church. Yeah. And he talks to him in church and it and he's first he's afraid of him, but then he finds out there's no reason to be afraid. And then something about like He comes um, at the end and saves him. Yeah, well like like the the old man is is not reconciled with like his family and that's supposed to be representing the world or something. I just read there's there's some, like this fan theory thing out there that I was Anyways, like, so like, uh, <laughs> it was interesting. I don't sounds, I'm not telling it yeah, right, but that sounds very far fetched. <laughs> well of course it is. I mean it's his, it's fan bullshit. I was but, gonna say um, you no know it's far fetched is I'm the only one that's on the second twisted T. Oh shut your dick. But uh <laughs> let's talk about old man Farley because like this dude like comes into the church and is like, yeah, and like don't no reason be scared of me. But let's talk about the scene where he's getting a toothbrush. Why the fuck is he so angry and staring at him? Look like I'm going to fucking kill you yeah. in that scene. If there's nothing to be afraid I think, of, I think that's because if you if in that scene particularly the camera. Oh, oh yeah. baby, shut right. that dick. I have an answer to that as well. The, the camera angle is from <clears throat> Kevin McAllister's perspective. It's down low, looking up at him. So I think. It's not actually what he looks like. It's how Kevin is perceiving yeah. him. He like, slams his hand on the fucking glass. W- once again, I With think... a bloody hand. <laughs> so, like, come on. Bl- bloody palms? <laughs> where he oh was God. crucified? Uh, stigmatism? I hate you. <laughs> this is theory is true, guys. I feel like you came up with this theory. <laughs> <sighs> No, I, that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. I think it's from Kevin's perspective. Kind of like when he goes downstairs and the furnace becomes a monster. monster yeah. Which like is another him. line I say all the time, like, hello, Kevin. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> but this is a movie because, like, as a kid, I watched this movie. And it's like, oh, yeah, if I was home alone and invaders came, I could do this. Oh, yeah, I, I could do this. It made me believe. Every kid in America is like, yeah. It yeah. made me believe, like, you believe that you can do karate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I needed to, if I could. could. <laughs> hey, if invaders came in the house, I could definitely <laughs> lay down traps <laughs> and stop this. I got a question for you all. Oh, okay. If Kevin McAllister had a week to prepare his house, uh oh, who'd win in a fight? Kevin or the Predator? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Those paint cans swinging <laughs> down from the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know how you see those coming. Okay, so I know I've talked about this before on the show, but uh, Corridor Digital did this thing where they turned this movie into an R-rated movie, and all his traps have actually did what they're supposed to do. And there's tons of other YouTube videos where they show that these dudes should have died multiple times. There's articles written. like Yeah. Like uh, doctors actually wrote articles about – how they should have died multiple times. times. <laughs> yeah, someone got like a ballistics Which dummy that obvious that had like why. the bones and like, all this stuff. <laughs> These Where guys it's, like would be even crushed. the scene when uh, what's his name uh, Marv he takes a crowbar down on Joe Pesci on Harry. Oh, when like he goes to try to hit the spider, yeah, yeah. that would have killed Joe Pesci. It would have broke his sternum oh. and like bone fragments would have gone into his heart <laughs> and killed him. Like I mean, that scene sense. alone, or like. I, I I fucking love these tracks. Did you guys it's hear about how, part. like, uh, Joe Pesci... So, first of all, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Like, if you know... Like, Joe Pesci doesn't go to kids' movies, all right? <laughs> this dude yeah. does gangster movies. <laughs> so, apparently, like, on set, at the, because he's in these gangster movies, he's like, man, you're fucking... You know, yeah. you need to yeah. fuck, fuck your fucking self. You know? 
So he created his own. He cuss. created his own language, <laughs> so he wouldn't cuss in front of the kids. And that was the stuff in the movies, like yeah. fracture, 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 fracture. That was real Joe Pesci trying not to cuss in front of kids. <laughs> oh my god! He still had issues like being on set, like off camera, like cussing all the time in front of all these kids, and like they would have to go over, and be like Joe, like you can't cuss. Uh, oh, but yeah. yeah, it just fucking cracked me up. Uh, and he went full like method acting. Uh, on this movie. Really? Uh, he wanted to terrify Macaulay Culkin. I was about to say, oh, was yeah. he trying to scare the kids and stuff? No, and... just Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> okay. And he did. He went so far to where he wouldn't talk to Macaulay Culkin like, off camera. Oh. He, he would uh, avoid him at all costs. And the scene where like they put him up on the, the coat hook. Oh, yeah. When he goes to like, bite and his And he's fingers. like, oh, I'm going to bite your finger. He actually bit. Macaulay Culkin's finger and drew blood. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, Jeez. so Macaulay Culkin was actually terrified of Joe Pesci. I mean, that's I, hilarious. I'm legitimately terrified of Joe Pesci. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's funny. Not me. I think he's hilarious. You laughing at me? You laughing, laughing at me? You laughing at me? Funny, funny, haha. Like, <laughs> like, like I amuse you? <laughs> like I'm a clown? I'm a fucking clown? <laughs> Just Joe Pesci, I love you. Dude, I mean, that's what's great is like to take someone that is. <laughs> Well known, like you're saying, for gangster movies, and put him in that role in that fucking movie. I mean, th- this is a movie. If you if you haven't watched it, the movies that made us on Netflix, another one, and they That's do a cool whole, show. Yeah. It's a great show, and they did a whole entire episode on Home Alone, and they talked a lot about how they got Joe Pesci, and no one on set could believe that they got Joe Pesci to do this kids movie. Yeah, yeah. and it is still to, still to this day, I crack up every single scene. It is honestly. A perfect movie. He I, really I don't, does elevate it. I do, yeah, but I don't. I don't know if I can give a single critique on this movie. But I, I do. I agree with you. I think it's perfect, man. Daniel Stern is the better. It's, oh my! The, like Harry. Oh yeah, like, Harry. Yeah. Oh Marv. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That Marv, scream sorry. he does yeah. <laughs> was so perfect. That was the most perfect scream because it was so funny. Like that, there's so much pain yeah. in that oh, scream. The one, the spider, or. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, spider, or when he steps on. Of so the spider the t- had to be like dubbed over because he didn't want to terrify the spider whenever it was on his face. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Wow, right. I would have never have guessed that. To yeah, be honest. me neither. Whoa, shit! Like, it was perfect. I couldn't do that, man. If yeah. I was an actor, and they're like, "All right, in this scene, you're gonna lay down. We're gonna put a spider in your face." I'm be like, "No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. That's he, not in my contract." He let it. He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, we'll we'll do it. That's fine." He was like, "I'll only give you one take though with the spider on <laughs> yeah. face." But Y'all remember the movie Bushwhacked? Dude, I was just looking that up. I am not kidding you. Look at this. Just... I'm literally right here over Bushwhack because I wanted to talk about it. Okay. What, that sounds familiar. What? So Bushwhacked is when he like he's in the life of crime and he like takes the kids like camping or something. He's supposed to be on the run from the authorities. A sleazy courier poses as a scout leader on a camping trip, but he has no <clears> idea what he's in for when he must actually take charge of a group of kids. Is that Marv? That's yeah, it's Marv. It's supposed to be a spinoff of Marv. What? Like they wrote it as that. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's awesome. I never knew that. Nobody like saw it didn't it take way. off. They were yeah. like, say, no, like, let's yeah, make it, it a standalone. Yeah, they, they didn't. It's supposed to be Marv, but they named him uh, Max Grabeski. But man, oh, that's such a fucking home alone. Dude, you There's... know what I want to see a spinoff of? Of, uh, oh, uh, Buzz. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so talking. Just buzz, buzz your girlfriend. Oh so talking about that, we have to talk about this. Do you know. They released a reboot of Home Alone. What? No. On Disney Plus. Oh, there's there's a the new Home, Home, Sweet Alone. Home Alone. Home, Home Sweet Home Alone is what it's called. Oh, just recently. Just recently. Yeah, I'm, with I'm uh, like... the girl from The Office. 
She's from in Kimmy it. Schmidt. And uh, what's his name from Deadpool 2? The normal dude that has the mustache. Oh, geez. That, yeah. Uh, the the uh, tertiary character. Yeah. <laughs> he joins the X squad. I haven't uh, watched yeah. this and I don't really it, care to talk about it because I'm going I feel to like I will get angry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this now. Yeah. I, I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be good, but I, I just, Home Alone and Home Alone 2, another one that the sequel might be is might be just as good, if not better than the original, yeah. Home Alone 2. But I was like, I'm, I'm going to give this a chance. I think it's better. Uh, wow. I watched it wow. and it is one of the worst movies oh, i have no. ever fucking i'm not seen. surprised to hear that though man so yeah. they 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 lose the sense so we talked about this on the ghostbusters episode where the ghostbusters 2016 the reason why it's so bad is it lost the sense of what ghostbusters was right oh, yeah. yeah this lost the sense of what home alone was home alone is about a kid who gets left at home because of the circumstances honestly you watch the first home alone and i don't blame the parents and the family. Oh, yeah. The, for forgetting. There were like 12 him. steps that happened to where and, like he had to be left yeah, behind. Flown. Yeah. And there was like 30 of them and like all this yeah. crazy stuff. And so they like <clears throat> there was that. Secondly, Kevin, a lot of the times, even though he was a jerk, he was a jerk because of the circumstances that was in front of him. Like Buzz yeah. eating all the cheese pizza. But he got blamed for everything that was going on. Oh, yeah. So you 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 identified with him because you felt bad. Like, yeah, like you, you overreacted. But we understand why you did. Yeah. So there's all these things. This movie, Home Sweet Home Alone, oh, does no. none of that. There's no reason why he's British also, which I'm like, hey, don't really care that much about. But I'm like, it's a reboot. Like, hey, can we? Yeah, it's a different material? vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 Kev, the Kevin McAllister character is British. He gets left home alone for no particular reason. Just happenstance, basically. And the robbers are not bad people. They are two normal Wait, Joe and Schmoes yeah. that are losing their house because of financial trouble. Oh. The, the mom. Uh, so Kevin. Uh, well, Kevin, no, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. So Kevin McAllister, the, the equivalent of him, him and his mom go and visit this house. Uh-huh. Kevin is a dick to the Joe Pesci character. Uh-huh. Right. So and the Joe is just a normal dude. He's just a normal dude. OK. He's just a normal dude down on his luck, losing his job. Jeez. And sees a doll, makes fun of the doll, and it, the movie makes it look like Kevin, the Kevin McAllister character, steals the doll. They end up finding out that the robbers find out that this doll is actually worth like $200,000. And so they think that – and they go to rob the house to get the doll back so they can sell the doll to yeah. keep their house for their kids yeah, and buy – It's in so the it, fucking doll. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why. So, who makes these movies? Home Alone does not work – Anymore, ever, for all time. Because you did Home Alone, okay, and that worked and it was unique. Then you did Home Alone in New York, which was the exact same movie, but in New York. Yeah. And that worked because it was the exact same movie. It was the exact same movie. You know, if you try to do anything different, it doesn't work. It's not Home Alone. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a unique premise. Like, it's not a franchise. It's not a franchise. You can't make sequels. And spinoffs, uh, so, you, you know, it's like just you did it. Leave it alone. We have GPS trackers now. Like yeah. any parents just go like boop boop boop. They're oh my kids here. Their kid, yeah. yeah, it's 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 gone. It's gone. Well, mm. you you hated that movie so much, you just gave it five minutes on this podcast. So, well, you know what? You, you're the one. You're the problem. Don't watch it. That's what I'm saying. I'm don't sorry, Disney Plus. There's also a Dogs Alone. 
Before we, before, before. It's called Homeward Bound. <laughs> no, no. Dogs Alone, where they're home alone and they, like, do the Kevin McAllister shit. What the fuck? Oh, the you, dogs it's, it's, make traps yeah. for the. the... <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling this. No, it's a new you movie. You are bullshitting me. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> He's joking. Oh, my I'm God. I'm not joking. I swear I, on my life. He said it's called Homeward Bound. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this cannot oh, it's, exist. It's called Pups Alone. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, it's oh. Dogs Alone. Pups it's Alone. alone. Uh, what, leave it alone is what leave it should it be alone. called. <laughs> what in Jennifer Love Hewitt, Dolph Lugren, Lugren, Lundgren, Lund, Joe Sh- uh, Rob Schneider, Jerry O'Connell. What the fuck is what? this movie? Danny Trejo. What? <laughs> Danny Trejo, what? That cast is pretty. While everyone is away, this movie sounds badass. While everyone is away on a company ski trip, Robert's neighbors hire two inept thieves to steal his latest invention. The neighborhood dogs will use Robert's invention to set up a house of horrors for the thieves. (laughs) Shut up! Shut up! This is not Uh, real. It has a six point six on IMDb. Out of out of what? Out of ten. Out of (laughs) a (laughs) hundred. Just. No. You know what? Before you move us along, I know you're feeling the itch. We need to talk about John Williams' score. Score. John Williams' score of Home Alone. Dude, and I'm going to say this right now. The Home Alone score is the best Christmas music ever. 100%. Somehow, he he created music that sounded so Christmassy. And like and and I included in all my playlists. Like anytime Christmas comes around, I gotta hear the dun, 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 you know what was it called? The somewhere in the window or something like that is what it's called. It is the most Christmassy movie. John Williams is such a brilliant genius, yeah. Dude, man. There's honestly, I legitimately for a long time thought that the soundtrack to Home Alone was just Christmas songs. <laughs> I mean, I, well, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be blamed to do that. And you're because not they, wrong. Yeah, they do point. sound so Christmassy. Like it's perfect. It's yeah. utterly perfect. Yeah. So Chris Columbus w- joked uh, like about getting John Williams. They're like, oh, what if we get John Williams to score this movie? Well, to, and then it kind of like, turned into serious. Hold that thought because to, just to explain for anyone who doesn't know, John Williams is the fucking legend who did Star Wars, who did Indiana Jones, who did Jaws, Superman, Jurassic Park, right. Superman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Shin- <clears throat> was he Schindler's List too? I don't know, but Schindler's List doesn't have a fucking um, great score. I, I, I would List. disagree. I remember uh, <coughs> score. Are you gonna look it up? I am. Oh, yep, John Williams. It doesn't have a memorable song, not like Star Wars. Yeah, it's not I, Superman. I, but honestly, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean, it's not as like iconic, but w- it's still yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Watching this for Anyways, for the music. It's my, my point is, John Williams is literally the best music composer in Hollywood history of all time. Of all time, and he's in fucking Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So how that? What I don't want to ask though, because I want you to finish that thought. Like, how the hell did John or, or Chris Columbus get him? So they randomly left a script just so he could find it and he actually read it what like at a park bench or yeah, something it was something like that it was like very <laughs> he's just, out walking his dogs like all right what's that yeah it was left so he could find it and he found it read it loved the script really he was like yes i will 100 percent do this wow yeah and he did it for a very low budget yeah like it's, considering it's, it's just the movie is just such it's it's not like a john williams movie because he does these big epic grand epic things. things, yeah, and and then he went and he did this just Christmas movie, and gosh, man, I, I just can't it get over. Honestly, I think John Williams' score might be my favorite thing about Home Alone, 
And I love Home Alone, oh. but just that score is just amazing, man. I would probably agree with that too. All right. So yeah. before we move on, and I they got even that. said that the like even when the movie was done and John Williams, they they watched it without a score, and then John Williams scored it. They were like, it changed the movie drastically. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. that I'm, that makes sense. I mean, he, I mean he's going to elevate and the movie, man. That plays into it because as. Musical people, both Joko and I, like I very and much. Brando, he plays drums. Yeah, baby. first band, baby, first band. Me and oh, Joko were right. in a high school rock band I together. I, I chose GPC that. or right, or baby. High Five Anonymous, whichever one you want to go. We were high Downport, Five Anonymous. High Five Anonymous. We were Downport Collection. We were High Five Anonymous. Yeah, oh, really we started out as High Five Anonymous, but it wasn't Christian enough, so we had to change it to Downport Collection. We were Lunchbox uh, Mysteries. At one oh, point. I've, Lunchbox you already told me about that one. Yeah. That was one of my favorite bands I ever. Oh yeah. Wow. We need to do, I wanted to do a grunge rock uh, episode, like grunge rock alternative episode, and like just talk about the music from like that era, like at the turn of millennia. And I was like, <laughs> dude, let's have Joseph on and, and, uh, okay. And like maybe get Big Mike in here, like some of our old band members. Just get Downpour Collection. In. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Big Mike? Oh, Mike. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, before we move on to Elf, because we're going to talk about Elf for quite a long oh time. Oh my gosh, we're going to spend so much time <laughs> talking about Elf. I got a question for you all. What? Is the worst trap. Like if you Ooh. were, if you were invading this house on Kevin McCall, Kevin McCall, Kevin McCall, <laughs> sorry, twisted teas, and I haven't ate a lot today. If you were invading this house, right? Like you were getting in, you're burglarizing it, breaking in. What is the one trap you would not have wanted to hit? I I have an answer for that. I'll let you go first. Uh, I would definitely. That's a tough Probably, question. Yeah, it's the, a hard one. The tar up the stairs, like with the nail. Like and that. his foot. Yeah, going his foot. Yeah. So that's mine too, is, yeah. is the nail in the foot. Is, that, is. I, that actually was going to be mine until I thought of the blowtorch on, oh, the, top on the, of head. the head. That's the yeah. other one I always go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, on. I was like, dude, that's. Oh my god. Here's gosh. my thing I'm already bald. So. <laughs> so it wouldn't affect you aesthetically. It's a, it would be painful. <laughs> Dude, how about but, that gangster movie yeah. in the movie? Uh, what was it called? Like oh, Angels um, with with the, Angels oh. with Filthy Souls. Yes, and I did not know this. You know that they—that's not a real movie. Yes, that's what I was about to say. So they made a fake, fake movie, gangster movie, to go nope, in the in mo- this movie. <laughs> which is, and I didn't oh know that God. at the time. I thought they were using like clips from a real movie. I did not know that until maybe like a year or two ago. To Dude, be honest, I could quote that fake movie Please in, do. inside the movie Please more do. than I can quote most other movies, man. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Keep the yeah. change. Oh, what was it? What was it? Uh, All right, here we go. Uh, uh, snake. It's me, snakes. I got the stuff. Leave it on the doorstep and get the get hell, the hell out, out of here. here. Yeah. All right, Johnny. But what about my money? What money? <laughs> AC said you had some dough for me. As oh, oh is that oh, a fact? Is that a fact? How much do I owe you? How that? much do I? Oh, okay. How yeah. much? Okay. Yeah. AC said ten percent. <laughs> AC ain't in charge anymore. What do you mean? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, He's upstairs yeah. taking a bath. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, but yeah, we're not going to do yeah, this. Though. I gave you to the count of ten to get you ugly, ugly yellow, no, no good, good keister off my right. property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten. And he gets away with that in in both Home Alone one and two. They bring that joke back. Oh yeah, keep the change of filthy. When Kevin mouths that, John Hughes wrote and directed that. Yeah, so while you were in the bathroom, we talked about that. 
I mean, yeah. But yeah. also the very first scene ever shot for Home Alone was that movie. Was the movie? The yeah. gangster movie? Oh, man. See, I thought that was a real movie. I just, I was so surprised. I didn't find out till like, I was an adult. I was like, what? That was fake? Yeah. Also, I... one last thing before we move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, obviously, like, all the stuff Kevin McAllister did, or Macaulay Culkin did, was very epic and, like, stayed with me for life. But the aftershave scene? Oh, Probably yes. why I have a beard. Like, I was terrified of aftershave <laughs> growing up, like, because I thought, like, it burned like a motherfucker. Yeah, oh, I yeah. was so confused in that scene. I was like, why is he screaming? I don't yeah. know what's going on. They're it's like, aftershave. well, aftershave hurts. Yeah. I'm like, it does? Yeah. Why the fuck do you use it then? <laughs> yeah. Why would anybody do that? So, but, yeah, he was supposed to, like, pat his face and, like, lower his hands and then scream, but he left his hands on there. Like like yeah. a kid would do, and yeah. that, that just became like an epic. Well, that's probably the most iconic yeah. image out of that movie yeah. was him, sure. him with his hands on his face with a oh, yeah. like that's Home Alone right there, man. Uh, and we haven't talked True. about John Candy and how pretty much every single uh, scene of his is oh, yeah. just improv. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you never poka, heard of poka, 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 poka. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps talking about his poka band. She's like, I've never heard of your band. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only that that was the only day John Hughes spent on set. The oh whole, yeah, because he day. wanted it. Because yeah, they did it. There was twenty three hours of filming with him. Just one day of uh, John of work. Candy. That's one day of work, twenty three hours. There was like two scenes with John Candy. That took twenty three yeah, hours. Twenty three. He's hours. at the airport, and then he's in like the budget in rental the, van, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, the Penske truck. The Penske. That's right. So they uh, traveled from where was it? Like Philadelphia to Chicago, Chicago in yeah. a Penske truck. truck yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the Boca Band. Good news. Yeah, I saw a dog today. Have you ever seen a dog? <laughs> You probably have. You probably have. <laughs> That's a line from Elf. So and I you know, say it all the time. Uh, he, yeah. James so good news. Up. Saw a dog today. Well, there's a also reason... good news. Do we have good news? I, I wish. I'm out of Jaeger. I drank you're it last asshole. night. How dare you? For the listeners in the home, a good news shot is half Jaeger, half root beer. If you're of the age to drink, definitely have that. It's delicious. Oh, I'm finally in my number two. Oh, so let me rip it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's so sexy. Okay. I, I can't can keep we, up with you guys. I'm going to say something right now. And uh, I don't know if I've ever said this to Joe. I have said this before in the podcast that I have said things on this podcast to Joe that he has hated me for. <laughs> okay. I am going to say something We, we to have Joe ruined friendships over this show. <laughs> right now that uh, Joe has never heard me say before. Uh-oh. Is this good or bad? It's bad. Okay. Well, it is really shit. bad. It is really bad. It's okay, guys. It's I'm going to okay. close my ears. <laughs> Uh, I never liked Elf <gasps> until maybe about two, three years ago. Really? I don't know why. I, as a kid, I saw it. I just didn't like it. And it, it's something that stuck with me for, since it came out till three years ago. And wow. But it is now one of my favorite Christmas movies. So. I, I, you know what? I'm, I can give you some grace on that. I can kind of see that because the whole Will Ferrell childlike kind of thing, yeah. you know, Hey, maybe that's not everybody's thing. You know what I mean? But I actually I... walked out of the theater. I saw it with my grandma. We walked out. That's how much I didn't like it. Really? I looked at my grandma's like, can we leave? She's like, okay. <laughs> See, I saw it in theater too. Um, I think I was in, I think I was in college, but I was with Sarah. I remember we saw it in theater and I walked out just cause I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan also. Oh yeah. I loved him from SNL. He was my like SNL generation. And, uh, Oh, I, this, uh, <clears throat> in SNL that when he does the company get together and it's like casual and he walks in. With the, with the bikini flag. on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But I came out of Elf. I loved it from day one, man. I was just like, dude, that was just funny, man. Same. It was so funny. <laughs> Joe, you sound so sad right now. 
<laughs> I think Joseph genuinely is like upset with Owen right now. <laughs> I love it though. It's so. It's good. okay to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was wrong for nearly half your life. Eighteen years. Dude, how about how this movie is like directed by John Favreau? Favreau, baby! Oh my god, I know, right? And the shit. So he was young. He like what? He had like one movie under his belt at this uh, point. Swingers, wasn't it? Was that his only one before this? Yeah, yeah. The dude who launched the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> this dude directed Iron Man one and was in Iron Man. So, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, this is Happy Hogan in Iron mm. Man. So this is uh, Iron Man's valet, essentially. Yeah. And uh, that's John Favreau, and he directed this movie, which is also, hey, he was in your Owen, in your number Chef. one movie, Chef. Chef. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he, oh, he did not direct uh, Swingers. Yeah, really? He, he was made, right? He just is a yeah, swinger. He did Made. Made. And he had a couple uh, TV movies, but Made was the only yeah, other made movie that he actually directed. Hmm. So uh, did he come out as a director first or as an, an actor first? Like, how did he have uh, the scene? Actor slash writer. writer. So yeah. huh. Swingers was written by him, just not directed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but let's talk about him doing this because this is where he really got his directing chops. Like yeah. doing all those old techniques of like, uh, they built two sets, first of all. One for Will Ferrell being normal size and one for the elves. Just to show like the <laughs> yeah yeah the depth. And, well, they like, did in camera yeah. effects for yeah all the old effects. Like like it was the whole like Will Ferrell's closer to the camera than the rest yep. of the elves are, mm-hmm. but you can't tell because the way they and that's know. where the the sets came into play too. Yeah, like, yeah. Because if you have a him in the smaller set, it looks like he's ginormous. Well, you get like his dad, Papa Elf. Well, I remember that scene where he sat on Santa's sleigh, and it's yeah. just enormous. Which and, what's Bob the actor? Newhart? Bob Newhart. Yeah, 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 Bob, Bob Newhart. New Bob fucking legend over here, man. Bob Newhart. And like his legs are swinging off the edge, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and it shows Will Ferrell get on, of course he's, you know. And, and, and Will a tall guy the too. bike scene where oh, he's like on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on his and back. And the kid is doing Careful it. Careful now, buddy. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so so when he, buddy's sitting on his lap, <laughs> he killed he killed directing that. Yeah. It was so incredible. Like, it, it hits this all the scenes. It hits this balance of tone. Where it is silly, um, but it just doesn't go, like, it doesn't become too silly. You know what I mean? And that's what's crazy is, like, you think about that, too, where it pays homage to, like, all the old school Christmas movies. Because when he leaves the North Pole and is heading to New York, like, he they go through claymation. Yeah, Yeah. stop animation, which is just a rip off of Rudolph the Red Nose. Well, the snowman. Snowman, What's he from? Is he from Rudolph? Rudolph the Red Red Nose Yeah, where he was, like, They got rights to... Yeah. Put him in the movie. Because he's yeah. like he's like a narrator or something in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? That's what he is. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about Rudolph, so. Uh. Stop anyways. talking about it, Brandon. <laughs> Shut the fuck this up. This is not an open concept Yeah, let me talk podcast. about Home Sweet Home Alone a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so, Narwhals. You yeah. guys like him? <laughs> uh, but John Favreau, like, my favorite scene uh, is Will Ferrell getting into New York City. And just doing all the crazy shit. He was doing. Eating the gum. Eating off the gum, them. like collecting the flyers. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And my favorite, my favorite, where the guy's trying to hail the cab and he's like waving. And then he's like, hi. <laughs> like, Shut up. When he runs up to that that one dude with a white beard and he's a like, red rice. Santa. Santa. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. So apparently, like, those people were not actors. He, it was just no. Will Ferrell in New York. Yep. So John Favreau <laughs> was like, hey, Will, I just want you to go and do the most ridiculous shit. And I'm going to have one camera on you. Dude, like a day of filming where we're just going to have a fucking yes. blast, So it's just man. them three out. And he, 
he improvised most of that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. I, well, you know what? That that so Elf more than a lot, and and this is why I'm bringing up John Favreau specifically because I get the sense that his directing style is that he plays very loose with the script, mm-hmm. and you see this with Iron Man also, and you see this with Chef where the dialogue is so naturalistic because he gives the actors, he's like, like I think a general direction. And he's like, we're going to do this with the scene. Yeah. You know, you don't have to read the script word for word, but you know, just like Robert Downey Jr. does in Iron Man. Mm -hmm. He lets Robert Downey Jr. just be Robert Downey Jr. And that's what created Tony Stark because Tony Stark was not that before that movie. John Favreau let Tony Stark or, or John, uh, Robert Downey Jr. create Same it. thing. And I think he Same did thing. that with Elf where he's like, he goes to Will Ferrell and he's just like, he just lets Will Ferrell be Will Ferrell. And it fucking works. Like that dude directs that way and it's so perfect, man. Which is crazy because you have to think about this too is this was just on the rise of the popularity of Will Ferrell. Because at oh, yeah. this time he had pretty much only done like some like really weird one-off stuff. Like he did, obviously he was like, he was Mugatu in Zoolander, which was like his first big, like, oh shit, he can do his own thing. Oh, so hot right now. Oh, so hot right now. But he was like (laughs) the federal uh, wildlife guy in Jane Silent Bob. He was in the ladies man. He was a superstar. He did the uh, night of the Roxbury, which are all were like funny movies. Well, that none of them were. Yeah. The SNL movies that didn't take off. Didn't really take off. And then that's like, he did, Zoolander, then he did Old School because he was Frank the Tank, and then Elf came out. We're going streaking! (laughs) Hey, Frank? Hey, we're going streaking! (laughs) He's running butt-ass naked! Who's going streaking? (laughs) Uh, They're they're coming. He he gets in the car with his wife and he's naked. (laughs) He goes in the car ass first. Uh, (laughs) With all our friends. You think KFC's still open? (laughs) (laughs) He's just Oh, that's my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Will Ferrell. No, but it's like, so he had some big stuff, right? But all the movies I just named, he was never the lead actor yeah. and was also successful. So they also, this was a risk for them to bring him on for That's right. He was, he's starting. Well, because I guess after this, he goes on to do like things like Anchorman and, and uh, the ice skating movie does, and, you know, Talladega Nights, all that Talladega stuff. Talladega Nights, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but man, this is just... I don't even know where to go with this because there's so many different things I want to talk about. I can. I'm off. down to keep talking about Favreau because he's incredible. How about? But, how but, about the dad? Oh, James Con. James Con. Fucking Sonny from the Godfather. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Like the, it, the heavy in every movie that he's done except for this. this. And yes. Then, it, then he's so stern in this movie the whole time. He, it was kind of perfect. Yes. But did did y'all know about the scene where he actually breaks? What? No, no, like no, no. When he's in the doctor's office with John Favreau. Oh, yeah. And he's uh, you know, eating the cotton ball. Oh, yeah. Uh, but when he gets his finger pricked and he yelled, he wasn't supposed to scream like that. Uh, so he did it and nobody knew that it was happening. And you see uh, James Kahn kind of like turn away from the camera and he like bends down because he's what? laughing so hard. Yeah. I love the scene where he keeps eating the cotton balls and like yeah, his dad's like, stop. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Yeah. And then he and he goes and he opens his hand and there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. And he goes with his other hand, <laughs> reaches behind his ear, ooh, and then he eats it. <laughs> yeah. Same same scene. Yeah. Dude, but I just love how like like James Kahn is like, he is not a, an actor who is in a movie like Elf, my no. dudes. He's not the so, dad. He's a fucking gangster. He's the head of the family from Godfather. You know what I mean? He's I like knew this him murderer. From, um, <laughs> you know? Misery. 
Mis- oh, is my yeah. big James Caan movie. So yeah. I watched The Grandfather, but Misery to me is, is in my mind, is the pivotal James Caan movie. He is uh, such a serious actor. Yeah, and to go into this and just be like, hey, so what's this movie about? Well, he's like, you fucked a girl in college, and then <laughs> 30 years later, uh, an elf shows yeah, up. Yeah, and he was raised by son. elves. <laughs> Like in the North Pole. But he was perfect for this movie because he's because he the one who needed serious. to be there. Yeah. Like everyone else is silly and goofy. And he's like, he's, that's the, what's beautiful about this movie is it takes elves from the North Pole and juxtaposes that with the the grumpiness of New York City. You know what I mean? Oh. Kind of like, you know, nobody cares about you. You're not special in New York. You're coming from the North Pole where everything is special and wonderful and warm. But then you go to New York and it's like, ah, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it was perfect, and and his dad represented that so perfectly. Like he crushed it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just, just I mean, and the it's just like it's super great because of all the crazy stuff. Like I still wish I had Buddy's sense of wonderment, right? Like oh, yeah. everything is just absolutely amazing. It's like oh, you know, it's like oh, did you get any sleep last night? Yep, full forty minutes. <laughs> I even had time to build that rocket. <laughs> Where'd you get, get that wood? <laughs> So good. I love I love when he calls up his dad. He's like, there's something in your house and it's like screaming and it's going. It's a radiator. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a radiator. It doesn't want it's heating. He's up. like, no, that's not. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah right. it is. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I'll call you back in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you call me. Yeah. I love how they introduce the dad too, when like Santa's like, look, buddy, uh, He's on the naughty list. And then it cuts to him with a nun. And he's like, look, you just need to return the books. She's like, but the children love the books. <laughs> you're stealing books you're from an orphanage. You're to turn this on me. <laughs> me seem like he's the worst. He's the fucking worst, man. And then, of course, we can't talk about Elf with talking about without talking about Peter Dinklage. Are we going to talk about my favorite scene of all time? Are we going to talk about my favorite scene of all time? <laughs> I didn't know you had an elf word there. <laughs> Call me elf one more time. Did you hear Did elf. Santa lend you a reindeer? <laughs> he was so just oh, derogatory. You're an angry elf. You're an angry he elf. Was so condescending. <laughs> but when but, he when Peter Dinklage <laughs> jumps up on that table and runs across the table and Will Ferrell goes, look at you. <laughs> that I laughed so fucking hard, man. <laughs> It's so good. But like, to talk about that, like, who was Peter Dinklage before this movie? Yeah, he wasn't. That was before he's Tyrion Lannister. We all know him now. He's a big deal now. Yeah, he's a huge deal now. I mean, honestly, he might be one of the best actors of our generation. He's amazing. Yeah, Uh, but like, I'm I'm looking at his IMDb. Uh, I don't know anything uh, that. Uh, Thirteen Moons. I think it might have been nature, like, a, like a character actor. Some never shows again. Or yeah, but it's like I saw Elf, and then uh, he was on Nip Tuck for a long time. Oh wow! Did I he get nipped that. and tucked? Uh, Got him. Yeah. That guy, that but then uh, oh, I apologize for that. Great. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was pretty, I just I just got that. Wow. Uh, yeah, but I mean, just oh, that scene is so fucking good. Call me Elf one more time. But he comes in and he's like Miles Finch, right? Yeah. Miles His Finch. the two writers, their Miles idea Finch. was to hire another writer. Yeah. Miles, and he comes in and everyone's like, "That's Miles Finch." He's Miles Finch. And he and then Peter Dinklage just plays Miles Finch so perfectly cuz he's this like pretentious yeah. Mega the star car writer must be seventy two <laughs> degrees. <laughs> when he, when he, when he's like seventy one. <laughs> no, no tomatoes. Price. Tomatoes are too vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> no, no pushing small town farms. Yes. Everyone's doing that. It's not going to stand out. <laughs> Just like why he's so serious about this? Yeah, he like walks in. He's like, 
instead of shaking hands, it's like, no, let's take care of them. You know? I got some ideas that are like blowing my mind right now. <laughs> One I'm potentially <laughs> stoked about. <laughs> He's so intense. But let's He's... start. You need writing a kid's book. I can write a kid's book right now. Yeah, it's like it's a kid's book. Shut, Shut up, up, dude. <laughs> Put a puppy in yeah. it, and there you're good to go. Yeah. I wanted to read the book about the asparagus and the their. It's uh, a group of asparagus yeah. children, and they're self conscious about the way their <laughs> the pee, pee smells. smells. <laughs> and it's Kyle Glass. It's Kyle Glass. Yeah, come on, oh my Kyle God. Kyle Glass and KG uh, baby, and fucking uh, Andy Richter, man. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. great combo, man. Oh, so good, dude. And when the way when Buddy walks into that conference room. And the very first time he goes, I didn't know you had Santa's elves. And the way that Andy Richter turns around (laughs) to him and looks at Buddy, he gives him that look. And if you and I've I've said things that have gotten that look before, and where you're like, Oh, I just said something wrong. I am so sorry. You know, where you're like, that's offensive. You can't say that. And this and Buddy just keeps going because he doesn't know any better. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. Oh, but, I'm sorry. I just got excited about that. <laughs> I love that scene. But it's like also him when he like like they kick him out for the first time. He's like, oh, send him to uh, what's the name of the store that he goes to? to Gimbles. Uh, Gimbles. Gimbles. Yeah. And he like sits there and like they which just, is an uh, old toy store. Oh, actually, is it? A yeah, it's thing? an actual store from like a long time. I oh, think shit. didn't they try to get him in like Macy's or something in the movie? It, it wasn't Macy's. Yeah, and Macy's that they was just like, turned into Gimbles. Yeah, but like Macy's was like, oh, we don't want to be in your movie or something. Like they, because they didn't get permission for some reason. Which looking back on it, it's like, dude, that that would have been perfect. That would have been an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like he walks in and immediately is like, oh, yeah. Oh, time for announcements. Tomorrow morning, Santa's coming in town. Santa! (laughs) The the intensity, man. Hey, hey, Santa, we got so much to do. Do you know Santa's coming in town? I know him. Well, that boss, that Uh, boss, I thought he was so perfect. What's his name? Faison. Uh, uh, if I was better at my job, I don't job. recognize him. I don't. He uh, was phase in, on love. Phase on love. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was in like um, the surf movie that I remember that Three, uh, surfing ninjas. No, it was like blue. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, do you know who they were trying to get at first instead of him? They they didn't want him. They wanted someone else. Who? Wanda Sykes. Oh, oh man. yeah, I didn't know that. And he's wearing a name tag that says, it says Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, dude. And I when I found that out, I was like, you know what? That would have been a completely different vibe because Wanda is oh. well, Wanda Sykes is so laid back, whereas this dude was so wound up tight, um, and that's what I, I loved. Lo- about I love him. Wanda Sykes, but the scene where he's like doing the announcements, and then Will Ferrell's like sitting there, ah, like all that, and then he just slowly turns and keeps doing announcements, but his eyes yeah. are just locked on Buddy, <laughs> yeah. and he's just like keeps like, talking. Why, why are you smiling? I like smiling. Smile is my, my favorite. favorite. No, no, no. Like, make, make work, work favorite. your favorite. Work your new favorite. favorite. Oh okay. my gosh! <laughs> and then he's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Santa's got a whole okay. new bag. <laughs> I don't know why, but somebody's gunning for my job. Uh, and then we got Zoe Deschanel. Zoe yeah. Deschanel, baby. Come on, baby. I've said it before. I'm not a huge fan of hers. You're an idiot. Really? You're not? I'm not I do not. I'm not a huge fan I of I don't hers. know what it is about her, but I just find her very captivating. I'm, yeah, she's great. She is. But also, she they added all the singing when John Favreau found out that she could sing. Well, you know why that is? Because she could sing. <laughs> well, she sings in every movie she's yeah. in. Yeah. Like, well, and because she's honestly a legit singer, but I think that's like one of the first movies that she was yeah. actually in. Though. But I think I think she makes that a thing. Like when she's like, if I'm going to be in your movie, you've got to give me a scene where I sing. And if you notice, if you watch any movie with Zoe Deschanel, she's always singing. I mean, it. she never sings in New Girl. 
The whole show. She no, doesn't. I was about to say, there's no, <laughs> no fucking way. The intro song I don't is believe- her. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so when John Favreau found out that she could sing, he was like, cool. And then added the, the showers. The rape song. The oh, rape God. song. <laughs> We're not going into that, but and it's then, cold. Yeah. And baby, even like outside. the ending, like. I really can't stare. Yeah. No, no. The My ending where they all for- sing. Like he kind of added that. After as well. Oh yeah, the Christmas oh, okay. cheer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, at the end. Yeah, where she's singing. Yeah, yeah. And she starts it in too high of a, of a. <laughs> it's too high. Nobody too high can sing like yeah, you. Oh no gosh. one can hit those notes. <laughs> but Dude. it's just everything about this is so near endearing because it's so cute. Where they do the thing where it's like a father and son trying to connect, right? Like that's the whole entire premise of this movie. It's a father and son trying to connect. But what if it is you have a 33-year-old kid or son who acts like he's still 8 years old? Oh yeah. How, um dad, dad, hey dad, um can you tuck me in? Oh yeah, I'm not going to touch you. That's the first tickle fight scene. <laughs> yeah, it's a tickle fight. Tickle fight. <laughs> buddy, buddy, stop it. <laughs> and of course he brings yeah. it back for the mail room. Yeah. yeah. The yep. mail room scene. Yeah. yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Dude, I love how like wonderfully awkward that is. Oh man. It's like it's like cuz I felt like James Caan definitely this time around when I watched it this year. <laughs> Because I was like, dude, you're a grown-ass man. Uh, I'm not going to touch, touch you. you yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know you. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. But, you know, it's Buddy. He's he's like, that's what's so cool about that character is like, he really is innocent. There's no, like, innuendo. Nah. There's no double meaning. And they, they even cover that in the scene afterwards with Zoe where they're talking. It's like, oh, yeah, like, why were you in the women's restroom? He's like, oh, I heard you sing. He's like, well, it had nothing to do because I was naked. Yeah, yeah. And like, no, it's like, it's just pure innocence. He's not a creep at all. He's just like an innocent person. Yeah. And it's almost like, hey, man, like, couldn't, what if we were all just a little bit more like that? You know, wouldn't the world be a better place if we were just <laughs> no. like, no, I'm just being nice because I want to be nice. <laughs> you know, there's no ulterior motive, you know, but like, I, I just love, oh, how about the, uh, the snowball? action scene oh yeah oh my so gosh. good <laughs> yeah. and how they... oh, the is really like the only cgi scene of yeah. the whole movie too yeah because they had like a lot of the snow was cgi because it actually wasn't snowing but so Sa- yeah santa slay at the end and then the that scene was the yeah. only cgi i just love how they filmed it like an action movie it was yeah. so good like they the snowballs were like hitting and they're like take cover and he dive behind the rock and it's like bah, 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 bah. and he turns around and it's like a machine gun like bah, bah, bah. My favorite, and, he's like he's like just make as many snowball snowballs as you can and the kid makes one, one. <laughs> and he turns and there's buddy with like 30 <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he's like throwing them at kids and they're going ah and like dying as you know yeah. like the as if they got oh, no, shot one got away we talk about his work ethic like he was not a good elf worker like all the elves talk shit on him right yeah but, like he sat there in an entire night gimbals like he did it up crazy yeah. and like he the exo sketch can we talk about how good he was at oh sketch he writes his goodbye letter on it yeah. <laughs> or his to-do list and then later cuddles you know like, what? You know what's funny? As I was watching that scene, I was like, I bet there's some fucking weird ass community out there of like etch a sketch people <laughs> who are like really good at that shit. Who are like, we yeah, here the take Helios that serious. Fully endorse anybody that likes etch <laughs> hey, so sketching. Do if not you believe like Brando. the etch a sketch. I'm not talking trash about you, man. But I just thought, like, you know, there's a community about that are like good, like too good. You know what Wait, I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> so he was a he was a terrible elf. Yeah, and got sent into the. Uh, 
Jack in the Box station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a great scene because John Favreau had a remote control to, for oh, each of the yeah. Jack in the Boxes. <laughs> so Will Ferrell didn't know when they were going to happen. Seriously. Yeah, so he was like randomly doing it. Oh, so that's why he really got terrified with that last one. And it's it's like, done, oh, and it finishes the song, and he yeah. puts it down. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> I love and at that the end, when he's so on Santa's sleigh trying to fix it, one comes up. Oh, and he's yeah. like, oh shit! <laughs> I forgot. About that. Yeah. I just love. I don't know. I, I I can't get over the character. He even says there's this line in the movie where who's he talking to? Man, he was talking about someone about going to work. He's like, oh, I have to go to work, and they're like, oh, work sucks. And he's like, but I love working. And it's like from his point of view, it, it's just this throwaway line, and it, but it just speaks to the character where like he's from a world where the work that they do is wonderful and pure and meaningful. Yeah. But then he's in the real world where everything's corrupt and dirty and it's the worst version of what it should be. Oh, you got syrup? Oh, yeah, I got syrup. Yeah, could you say that just pours all of it in. <laughs> I know yes. I sound like a broken record, but you're my, my best, best friend. friend. <laughs> And Why I did we do the entire episode just on Elf? Yeah. I mentioned it before, but man, that mailroom scene, though, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> he brings joy to the mail workers. <laughs> it's like, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, we, there's a situation in the mailroom. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just like talking to like, yeah. Get off the phone. Oh, get off the phone. Do not put me on no. hold. <laughs> oh, man. You don't, you don't cross Miles Finch, man. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> but do you know what I love to cross? Oh, I think I know what you love to cross, Owen. Trivia. Let's do some trivia. Trivia. edit that out no because uh that's just the sounds of you dying because you're still losing at trivia Brando. Oh, man this is not the season of cheer for you my friend it's, no. it's the season of cheer for me it's not a jingle simber spectacular for me <laughs> so the score is i owen the supreme leader is at 65 and brando you were at 62 only three behind last week you did some good efforts because you were Ooh, six dude, behind i brought it up in the ghostbusters yeah. episode man. three behind yeah well I was good six news behind. for y'all at good news 13 all right 13 joko questions. listen to me listen we're, to me we're gonna do some rapid fire here i'm so. pleading with you i'm appealing you with you as a longtime friend give me some easy points <laughs> <laughs> so some of these are pretty easy some of these like if you know History of the movies, you'll, you'll All right. get them. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Sure. I love that. Give us a good mix. All right. Well, let's start out. <laughs> let's do this. Let's go crazy. Let's start out with Christmas vacation questions. All right. All right, here we go. This one is going to be the hardest of them all. Let's of get the it Christmas out vacation ones or of Christmas all vacation. Okay. What famous director launched the career of the director of Christmas Vacation? Oh, was Ketchik, not Chris Columbus. It was going to be Chris Columbus. Who did it end up being? Can I Ketchik? Ketchik. Ketchik. No, it's who who gave Ketchik his chance. Is essentially what, what you're launched saying. Launched his career. Launched his career. And I will say it was in the New York Times article. I, I, I I'm not famous director. That. Think of the time when this movie came out. Uh -huh. Think of a huge director. Yeah, and, I I have a guess. I have a guess. And I, then he wrote an article about this kid because he he said he was one of the greatest directors and all he did was like uh 
commercials. Okay, and shit. I, so, I, I so know, I know the right answer. I, I am because I have a feeling we're going to say the same person. If you say who I'm going to say, I'm going to change it to somebody else. Okay, so I was going to say Martin Scorsese. Oh, I, okay, wow. I was not going there. I was thinking either Lucas or Spielberg. So I thought for sure you're going to say one of them. So I'm going to say Spielberg. You're both wrong. Oh, who was it? Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Uh, that was my second one. Uh, I was about to say y'all should guess one more time. But, oh, um, I what? I hey, is it Stanley Kubrick? Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. All right. Second question. Here we go, baby. In which scene did Chevy Chase actually get injured? Oh, oh. Well, he did fall off the ladder. Oh no. Oh, I know this. All right. I I actually do know the answer to this. So, Brandon, I'm trying to think of all the scenes now. Yeah. I mean, the only ones that he possibly could have. I mean, on the sled, he mm-hmm. fell off the ladder. Mm-hmm. He, f- he was in the attic. Mm-hmm. So on the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. What else was he in that could have got Come injured? on, give us an answer. Um, I believe in you. Fell in the bush. He did fall in the bush, yes. What else did he do? That Three, two, one. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say he fell off a ladder. No, it's when he goes angry at all the decorations. He actually kicks one of them and breaks his pinky toe, I think it was. Breaks, he punches Santa and breaks his pinky. What? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, it's, he does uh, an Aragorn. Yep. No, it was with his hand, though. So. Oh, yeah, with his hand. Yeah. Well, he broke his hand. Yeah. Oh, his pinky. Oh, yeah. not pinky toe, pinky hand. Yep. So yeah. one nothing. One nothing. Wait, he doesn't get it. He said kicked. No, I said I gave the it's scene. It's the scene. Oh, I, said, I, I asked what scene, scene it was. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm reaching here. I know. Man. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying my best. <laughs> All right, this is an easy one. All right, here we go. What is Chevy Chase's nickname in the movie? Oh, yeah, I know that. Uh, 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 I know it for sure. Oh, I know this one. No, okay. don't, no, no, no. I got no, it. I got it. You Three, two, one. Sparky. Yeah. All right, all right. Ah, damn it, Owen. Yeah, sorry, buddy. You're killing me. This is the last Christmas vacation question. All right. All right. When the credits are rolling, what two characters are on screen? At the end. The end of the movie, when the credits are rolling, what two characters are left on scene? Oh, shit. I'm I'm trying. I might be confusing the intro and the outro. Well, the intro is animated. That's why. Outro. It's the outro. Yeah. The outro, which two characters are still on screen. Yes. Whoa! Yeah, I don't know, so I'm gonna. I have a guess. <clears throat> Do you? I'm gonna say the two neighbors. I'm gonna guess the kids. No, it's Clark and Snot. <laughs> oh, that's right! I knew that. The oh, that's right because he froze. Yeah. yeah, and the camera pan like moves yeah. away from him. No. Oh! Oh, I Jeez. knew that. Um, I could have got that point. No. All right. Let's go into... Twisted tease. <laughs> Tall let's boys. go into elf questions. All right. All right. I, I'm, I'm ready for this one. This one's pretty fucking easy. He's an elf from the North Pole. Ah, oh, damn it. You got it. Yay! Six points Shit. for Brando. Six whole <laughs> points? Damn. All right. Well, I'm Brando. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on... <laughs> let's wrap Who? it up, right? Was originally supposed to play Buddy the Elf, and I will take one of two answers. But there's one that I really want. Whoa, whoa! There is a second answer, but it was like very. Who was originally supposed to play Buddy the Elf? Yes. I don't know this, so I'm gonna have to guess. I have a, I have a, I think I got a solid guess. Jeez, who would 
Who would that be? It'd be a comedian at the time. Yeah, so early 2000s comedian. That wouldn't be Jim Carrey because this this he's too big at that time. Okay. I mean, I don't know why you're you're talking to me. I'm, I am the enemy. I need a collaborator yeah. over here somewhere. Hey, three, Joseph. three, two, one, that shit. Three, two, one. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Mike Myers. You're an asshole. Is Jim Carrey. <laughs> what? Yes. It was not. This movie was 10 years in the making. Yeah. What? Yeah. And you were so right. Yeah. You could have had 18 points. Well, I did, I did say Jim Carrey, though. No. I you mean, didn't. you I'll didn't take, get on the official answer. I'll take it. I'll take, Why he, would you say Martin Scorsese? That's the yeah. dumbest answer. <laughs> who, who was the other one? You said Jim oh, Carrey. Oh, I will give you a second chance. Chevy Chase. <sighs> Mike Myers. Michael Myers. You already Mike I, Myers was wrong this first I, time. Why would it be right I, the second I, I time? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Chris Farley. Oh, oh shit, yeah. The funniest man that ever lived. Oh, gosh. We miss you, we miss you buddy. Yeah. All right. Damn it. Sure this one's it. a. This one's very easy. Okay. Well, now you say that, it's intimidating. <laughs> like, if yeah. I get it wrong, I'm if an asshole. If you get it wrong, you got to leave. <laughs> what was Buddy's mom's name? Oh, the OG one? His mom, his birth mom. Yeah, his actually birth mom. Okay, so not. not he only my, had one mom in the. Well, I'm not 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 the wife. The, yeah. Uh, I got to guess. Uh, I know her first name. I. Uh, no, okay, so I have a guess. If you know her first name, I think I know it. I think okay. I know it. Actually, I'm going to guess Mary. All right, Susan Wells. Yep. Yeah. Susan Wells had me. Yeah. Wow. Mary. No, that's the. Is that the, on your show notes that you got looking in front of you? It's not. <laughs> Cheating. He Googled it. Yeah. I Googled it. Yeah. All right. What are the four main food groups for elves? Oh, I got this right now. Oh, man. Uh, okay. So, because there's multiple answers, you want to no. go the back and forth? No, because there's. there's I, I, you I can give four. you all four right now. You can give me. Oh, my. Okay. So, I don't know if I can. You have to say it as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So hear me out. I'm right. gonna go. You go first. I, you you're confident, so you know yeah. this. Uh, candy canes, candy, maple syrup. Uh, there's. Uh, you ain't got it. Uh, okay. Yeah, what but is also, it? you said it all wrong, and you no. Okay. Get out of here. It's candy, candy cane, candy corn, and syrup. Oh, yes. there we go. All right. <laughs> he gets he gets 18 points for that. Woo! Okay. 18 points. I'm 18 minus 15, so you have three. Got it. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is some good trivia, yeah. man. This is my last elf question. All right. All right. And Buddy's farewell note to Walter. What does he apologize for shoving into the VCR? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I just watched this last night. I have a guess. I have a guess. I don't know, but I have a guess. Okay, I have a guess too. Three, two, one. Pop tarts. Oh, no. We're both oh. wrong, dude. We both had pop tarts. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry, I ruined your lives and shoved eleven cookies in the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, I ruined your lives. But okay, so and talking about pop tarts, what is a pop tart that he uses? Is it a s'more? It's a chocolate. It's like a fudge pop tart. Yeah, yeah he breaks it up. What's a s'more? Puts it on top of spaghetti. Yeah. Okay, but you know he actually like. Ate all this sugar. Oh yeah, and he had like terrible digestive issues. Uh, I sure. bet, but man. I'm going to ask a question. Yes, Pop Tart question. Uh huh. Best flavor 
or most chocolate. favorite flavor? The fudge, yeah. The, or, I'm not like a fudge. Fudge. Is, cho- I don't yeah. know. It was, yeah, fudge, I feel like it was the uh, same. Okay. Yeah, it's the same fudge. Yeah. No, I'm asking personal. Your personal yes, fudge. That's yeah. the best one. Oh, okay. My, mine was there was like a twisted berry. That's or okay to be like wrong. That? Okay. Cool. I don't know what that is. Yeah, there's and like I don't a, like there's it. like a berry one that was delicious. It had like purple and confetti. Well, on. Like I don't know about that, or but s'more. it sounds unnatural to me. All right, Home Alone. All right, here we go. Trivia. What big name actor? Okay. Turn down the role for Harry. For Harry, that was uh, the, tall, the tall. That was Joe Pesci. Oh, that was Joe Pesci. Joe That's Pesci. Joe Pesci's character. What oh, jeez. Joe Pesci oh, was the I think second. I, know this. I actually pick. don't know. Okay, man. so I'll let you go first then. Robert Redford. Uh, Al Pacino. No. Can you talk into the mic? Jim Carrey. No. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Who <laughs> Michael Myers. Robert De Niro. Oh, I was close with Al Pacino. You were. Yeah. Robert De Niro. Oh, that would have been terrible. Uh, mm. I think it would have been awesome. It would have been. It's not Joe Pesci, though. It's Joe. Yeah, yeah Joe Pesci. So, you know, am I fine? Am I fucking clown to you? Huh? All right. Question, I am question number 10. <laughs> How much money did John Candy make for his role in Home Alone? Are you kidding me with that? Uh, I think I got a good idea. I think I do too. Are we playing closest? Because yeah. I hate when y'all do that. Why? But, what? No. Well, come on. But you're, now you're, I will allow it. No, you're time. you're the trivia host, so you tell well, us. You what, tell us. Yeah, no, you I just hate it in the past episodes when like, well, I was closer. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't care if you're closer. So but I, this yeah, one, I have this one, I think is a little bit more. I have a guess. Okay. Okay. For that, go for it. Twenty million. Zero dollars. Well, you're closer. <laughs> Twenty million. I don't this know. This movie was made for $14 million. <laughs> the whole movie? The whole yes. movie. Well, then $20 million sounds ridiculous now that I know that. <laughs> oh you should have said that first. <laughs> he did this as a favor to John Hughes, but got paid less than the pizza delivery boy who got $500. What? $414 oh, is what he got wow. paid. Boom. Yeah. I guess your number is closer than mine. Wait, so. significantly closer. <laughs> I don't know. Let's do the math. Let's see. Four hundred. Wait a minute. That's right. Before we do the point, let me calculate. Yeah, but technically, your number is not a real number. Nine hundred thousand. <laughs> okay, this one's a very difficult one. What was the name of the spider in the movie? Are you fucking serious right now? It had a name. Wait, the, like, had a the, name. The spider, the actor, <laughs> <laughs> or the character credited in the movie. Oh, the man. spider had a name. Okay. Uh, ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Daddy Long Legs. Peter Parker. No. Barry. Uh, <laughs> the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> I'm going to embarrass you, Barry. Barry Allen? All right. Oh. Wait, did they say that in the movie? No, it's written on the, like, you'll see it. Oh, yeah. okay. It's on his like little yeah. gator. Yeah. Did you know that the Buzz's girlfriend, Wolf, was the, like was actually like a boy. It was like the director's like nephew or something, and they wait, put him in a wig and a dress, and wait, they took a Buzz picture of him. I had no oh, idea. The oh. picture of yeah. Buzz's girlfriend. Oh, so it's Home Alone, Sweet Home Alone, Home Sweet Home, yeah, loan movie. Uh, Buzz yeah. is in it, and that's the only way they tie it in. He's an officer in that movie. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. I hate yeah. that. Yeah, and it's actually him. It's the actor, and he's he is Buzz. Yeah, no, I forgot. I forgot to bring that. Good up. for him. Give that dude a job. Choice of okay, <laughs> we only got two questions left. Uh, I'm got, I got him. I know him. Mm-hmm. Okay, who auditioned for the role of Santa Claus 
but didn't get it because he got too drunk the night before. Oh. When he goes and talks to Santa Claus. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Who auditioned for that? All right. Think okay. of when this movie came yeah, out, yeah. 1990. Shh. Oh man, John Belushi was dead at this time, wasn't he? No, I do not. Why are you? I am the enemy. <laughs> just, just playing mind games, Owen. Mind games. Um, nineteen. You want me to take your mind off that pain? Oh, <laughs> that's major pain. Yeah, oh, great not, movie. Not Marlon Wayans. Yeah, Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Damon, Damon Wayans. Wayans. Damon yeah. Wayans. Yeah. I just watched that a few weeks ago. Fucking hilarious. Keep stalling because I'm thinking. No, three, it's two, not one. Not that hard. Shit. Three, two, one. Uh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. It is Chris Farley. Yay! Yes. Shit, that was a long shot. I was going to say the dude from uh, uh, the Santa from Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Remember him? The he, old he, guy? The old guy? Yeah, the one who smells like beef and cheese. Oh, that oh, guy. Uh, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. What's it? He's from Mad his... TV. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his real name. Though. Ah, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who <laughs> gives a shit? <laughs> All right, last question. Last question. It's tied four to four. Oh, whoa. Okay, there we go. Which is nothing for you. So I need to get three this points on this question. This one is kind of difficult, actually. All right. What role was Daniel Stern already famous for in Wonder Years? Who's Daniel Stern? He's uh, Marv, right? Marv. Oh, okay. He was in Wonder Years? Oh! Famous role in Wonder Years. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very, very famous role. In Wonder Years? Wonder Years. Fred Savage. I know the show. Mm -hmm. But Fred Savage was in it. (laughs) So was Marilyn Manson. That was his friend. (laughs) Did you know that? It's not Marilyn Manson. That is. No. Oh sure it is. They look the same. They just put the makeup on. And look... yeah. He also took out his ribs. It's like his own day. Look, if that was an actual real thing, I'd probably do it. You're so fucking stupid. I, I don't remember him in Wonder I, Years. Three, two, one. He's a teacher. He's the voice, right? He's the, the adult voice. Yeah. What? He's the narrator of the whole fucking show. Marv from Home Alone is the narrator of Wonder Years? Yep. What? Uh, You're blowing my mind here. Did you just say narrator? I did. Oh, jeez. Don't give him that point, Joseph. He did say the voice. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, he's he's the adult voice, right? He's supposed to be that guy. I don't know. Is that... Can we, he, can we say that's the same be, as a narrator? Is it, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. It's he said voice. But no, I can voice be, anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the questions. Oh, my God. What are we at now? Uh, well, I didn't uh, catch up. You No, you lost, actually. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you got yeah. that, I think, the well, last one. Well, five to four. four yeah. Five to four. So I'm at 70. Uh-huh. You are at 66. All right. All right. Dang it. I really yeah. thought I was going to catch up on I this I thought one. so, too. Huh? I was like, there's no way he knows more than you. You know, I think that about everything <laughs> that we talk about. I'm like, there's no way you know. more than you. I thought and, for sure the TMNT episode, you were going to overtake me. But... What, what was surprising to me is that I like beat you so bad at the Batman episode. Yeah, that was, um, I to this day, is still the shame of my life. I'm proud of that, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that. I knew a lot I'm of Batman not. stuff. Got a lot of Batman knowledge. Yeah. Batman. Oh, my gosh. Joko! You're amazing. I love you. That was fun. Let's be friends on the internet with the whole world. Okay. Hey, we got a lot of uh, 
a lot of international listeners, a lot of people all over America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been looking at, you know, all of our, all of our friends who are uh, connecting with us every week. So yeah. you're going to, you give us your, uh, your Instagram handle. Oh, yes. Joko shows. Joko. J-O-C-O. There we go. Baby. Underscore shows. Yes. Yes. S-H-O-W-S. Or you can text me. <laughs> 615-594-7347. I'll say this, man. You need to be friends with him online yes. just so you can see that picture of him in a Speedo. Oh, it's so, so you can see what he looks Talking like. His whole body. about that his whole body. particular photo. <laughs> a couple nights ago, Joe and I were hanging out. Oh, okay. We decided to go into Up Down, which is a fun little arcade bar here in Nashville. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're above 21 and you like arcade games and drinking, definitely go by. That's here on the east side, right? Yep. Yeah. We walked in, and there was just this lady sitting there putting money into the coin token, Uh-oh. looked over, stared at Joe. She goes, oh, you're that dude um, uh, with all the tattoos over his body. Are you fucking kidding me? She yeah. recognized your naked body from that Instagram picture? From the yeah. Speedo picture. You beautiful bitch. <laughs> yeah. She was very attractive, too. She was also a cutie, yeah. Yeah. I oh saw her gosh. later that night at Lakeside, so... He mm. is beautiful. We have a yeah. lot of beautiful yeah. guests, like but really good looking people. If you hear I am this episode, because <laughs> oh, we're, no joke, true. this episode is being re- recorded the night before it releases. Yeah. Uh, Joe, why don't you, uh, we got some versus shows coming up. If uh, people, you're in near Nashville, there's oh, yeah, these versus want, shows. About that? Fucking yeah, I do. Yeah, versus shows. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing Bruce Springsteen versus Tom Petty, December 17th. <sighs> and I'm doing Paramore versus Avril Lavigne, January 6th. Oh, at yeah. Oh, that's right. All right, Basement East. Okay, uh, yeah. What, what are Versus shows? Uh, so I get a bunch of local bands to cover the two artists all night, and yeah. it's so much fun. And if you're at the bar with me, I will get you so fucked up. Oh, it's a great time. So for anyone who's in Nashville, come out to the show. All Everyone else, man, be, find this beautiful but bitch we online. But like, we got like legit people coming to the Versus show. So it's not just like local bands, but it's like legit local bands. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not just like, They're oh, incredible. like, hey, you could be like, oh, some acoustic guitar. It's like, no, we got full fucking bands. Garth Brooks. They're incredible. Yeah. And fucking we put guy. Not A Real Band together oh, not sometimes. A real band. And uh, it's full of some of the most amazing celebrity I, musicians I'm going to talk about this. I, so... Not a real band is legitimately my favorite thing I get to do besides banter and such, because not a real band is legitimately like, so it's Joko and I, but then Joe gets some of these like fucking amazing and famous emo musicians like Alex from Mayday Parade, Kevin from Cartel, Kevin Sanders, uh, Josh Portman, right? Josh Portman Portman from Yellow Card, Yellow Card, uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Jamie White, White. yeah. Um, Pink Spiders, which yeah, I'm from. Uh, Pink Spiders. Yeah, Pink Spiders but, as well. And, but he was in yeah. Blacklist Royals. Oh, shit, back in that's the day, right. which yeah. was a huge. I, I, warp I always forget that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a bunch of other cool. And then I get to sit there and do rhythm guitar, and I just stare at all these amazing <laughs> emo people who are like, I, like grew up really good, to, yeah. deeply into their eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sometimes so I have to remind them that he's playing guitar still. Oh wait, wait. I thought I'd just stand up there and you stare. Do at what that. you want, okay. man. <laughs> Anyways, well, hey, people can find us online as well. Yes, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Banter and Such Podcast. We also have a Reddit called Banter and Such as well. Ooh, brand new, I, baby! I just started posting on that, and I posted our Dune episode up on the Dune subreddit, nice. and I got so much hate, and it made me so happy. I, love I am it. fueled by your hatred on Reddit. If Fine. you don't post. The Adam Sandler episode soon. I'm gonna be pissed. What? What? We did an Adam Sandler episode. Shut up! I hate you. Oh, well, oh yeah. We'll share it. We'll yeah. share it. People need to hear it. Um, also, we are proud members of the Helios Network, a collection of great podcasts made by regular people. 
Yeah, you can check us out at theheliosnetwork.com. It is live. It's live, baby. It is live, baby. It's not finished, but it's live. It was pretty much just like 95%. We're just fucking rolling with it. Yeah, which is great. (laughs) You can see all the amazing podcasts we have going on. We have the Haunting Asylum Tread. I'm going to announce it right now. First episode, December 28th. There we go, baby. First episode. The next great podcast coming out of the Helios Network is the Haunting Asylum Tread. You need to fucking check this out if you like the spooks. Yep. If you like. The the ooby woobies. <laughs> I've had a lot of I've had a lot of this tea yeah. stuff. Also, man. I have to put a shout out because I have listened to the pilot episode now three or four times and I fucking love it. But Brando has launched Swords and Unicorns. Yes, it's out there. But don't check it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> it is out there. I gotta edit some more episodes. Yeah. So I don't wanna I don't wanna disappoint. But the, the pilot is out there for people to listen to and check it's it out. absolutely it, fucking. It might be hilarious. your thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh for sure. So yeah. Yeah, and hey, man, if you guys want to support the show, we got a brand new thing at PodFan. So if you go to pod.fan slash banter and such, uh, you can support us, man. Support us. Help us to like just make more great content and keep doing this and keep doing cool shit, man. That'd be awesome. Which is great. We have a bunch of different uh, tier subscriptions for you all, and each one has its own benefits as well. such as well like uh for example you can get a shout out on an episode we also get to be releasing these episodes early we're gonna say this now every single time we record an episode it could be three days early it could be a day early so we just will be recording them out early or you can even get a discount on merch which we will be launching soon 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 and we're just keep coming up with like cool fun ideas to like do for our supporters yeah we're like hey let's let's share this let's share this so there's gonna be much more stuff to come so uh it's awesome, and I want to say thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such. Next week, we are continuing with the Jingle Sember Spectacular. You said it! I actually Look was, at you! I actually was able to get that out of my mouth. <laughs> Look at you! <laughs> uh, and we're continuing with this Jingle Sember Spectacular, <laughs> and we're going to be doing spooky Christmas movies. That's right. They but exist. of course, we're going with non-conventional ones. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tune in next week to see what we talk about. Well, I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And until next time, may your week be filled with BS. Boom!